Good morning. It's good to be with you on this wonderful Tuesday morning. It's great to be with you as we continue in our time together in First Timothy. I'm Andy Stoddard, lead pastor of St. Matthew's United Methodist Church, and it's great to continue reading and studying God's Word with you. Just a, a quick housekeeping note. Tomorrow, Wednesday, is Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the season of Lent. So tomorrow we won't do our normal uh, reflection on Timothy. We'll pick back up with that Thursday, but we'll do a, a Lenten uh, Ash Wednesday uh, reflection specifically. So I look forward to that with you tomorrow. Uh, today we're going to be reading 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 16. If you put these instructions before the brothers and sisters, you will see you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus, nourished in the words of faith and in the sound teaching that you have followed. Have nothing to do with profane myths and old wives' tales. Train yourself in godliness. For while physical training is of some value, godliness is valuable in every way, holding promise for both the present life and life to come. The saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance. For this end, we toil and struggle because we have our hope set on the living God who is the Savior of all people, especially those who believe. These are the things that you must insist on and teach. Let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and conduct, in love, faith, and purity. Until I arrive, give extra attention to the public reading of Scripture, to exhorting, to teaching. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you through the prophecy of the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Put these things into practice. Devote yourself to them that you may see your progress. Pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing these, this, you will save both yourself and your hearers. So Paul really here is giving some very good and practical advice to Timothy in his living, in his teaching as a pastor and as a leader in his church. So a couple of things you see here. He warns him in verse 7 from um, wasting his time on things that are not the gospel. Have no, have nothing to do with profane myths and old wives' tales. It's so easy, isn't it, to, particularly in this day, you know, when everyone is so cynical, you know, if you listen to my sermon Sunday, you heard me talk about how my very nature is that of being cynical. Uh, but it's very easy for us to take our eyes off the ball when it comes to keeping the gospel forefront in our lives. And he says, don't get tied up in these myths that don't matter. And in old wives' tales that don't matter. But he said, instead, instead, train yourself in godliness. For while physical training is of some value, godliness is valuable in every way. And holding the promise, both the present life, hold, holding promise for both the present life and life to come. I like that. I think that verse right there. Train, train yourself for godliness is kind of the key to understanding this passage, because Paul is telling Timothy to test himself. To uh, he says, um, verse sixteen, pay close attention to yourself and for, to your teaching. Continue in these things, for in doing this you will save both yourself and your hearers. Paul is warning Timothy, hey, don't neglect what you've been given. Verse fourteen, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which is given to you through prophecy. Um, uh, pay close attention. Let no one. Verse twelve, let no one despise you because of your youth. Paul is telling Timothy. Be faithful. Be faithful with the gift that you have. Be faithful with the call that you've been given. So to be faithful, I, I love what he says. Check this out. He says, verse 12, let no one despise your youth, but set the believers an example in speech and in conduct and love, faith, and purity. So, hey, hey, just because you're young, that doesn't matter. 
Just because you're young, that doesn't matter. It's funny, when I was a young preacher, that was one of the verses I really went to a lot. You know, hey, it doesn't matter that I'm, it doesn't matter that I'm 24 and have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I'm 24 and don't know a daggum thing. I'm called by God and I'm going to do it. And God bless, man, God bless young Christians and young leaders, young pastors especially. God bless them. Oh, man, we need their fire and their passion, don't we all? We need the energy of the young. Goodness gracious, don't we need the energy of the young? So he says, don't let anyone despise you for your youth. But then verse 16, he says, but pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. So on one hand, you've got this gift. He says, train in godliness, which means understanding your giftedness. You have a gift. You, you do. You've been called. God's places on you. You have a purpose and a mission. By the way, every Christian has a calling. If you're a Christian, you're saved by the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit has a calling upon your life. So all of us today, we have a calling, okay? Be confident in that. Be excited in that. Be, be hopeful in the fact that you've got a calling. You aren't just marking time, but God has something for you. So first off, be confident. If you're young, man, rejoice in that and work. Be confident in your calling. Verse 16, Pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. So don't um don't let your gifts go to your head. You know? Keep yourself humble. Don't get the big head, as my mom would say, don't get too big for your britches. Test yourself. And I think that's I, I think that's what he means when he goes back to earlier. Talk about training yourself for godliness. I think there's two things to consider when we train ourselves. First, the fact that we can we can do it. We have a gifted, we have a giftedness. We have a calling. You're called to develop what you have, which means you have something. You have something. You're called to develop it. You've been gifted by God with something. Rejoice in that, y'all. Rejoice in that. I don't know what your giftedness is, and it may not be. And the mistake we make is we think the only giftedness that matters is preaching or public ministry, and that's far from the truth. It's not just that. It's any area of our life where God's given us a passion. Wherever it is, we have a giftedness and we have a calling, and we can do it. So remember that. Then verse 16, pay close attention to yourself, though, and check yourself. Examine your conscience, your consciousness. Look within. Test your motives, y'all. Test your motives. Your motives are so important. Goodness. Goodness, our motives matter so much. So pay close attention to yourself and to your teaching. Hold a mirror up to yourself frequently. Ask yourself daily. You need to in your prayer time, in your devotion time. Have a time of confession of sin. Would you give yourself the space and the quiet for the Spirit to search you and then to convict you of sin and to hold that mirror up to yourself and say, Lord, where am I not being faithful? Where where am I getting arrogant? Where am I getting cocky? Where am I, where am I not hitting the mark? Pay attention. It's important for us to listen to feedback, especially critical feedback. Um, I know I don't like it. <laughs> Goodness, 
Very few of us like being told we're wrong, do we? But in your life, you need to have somebody in your life that you've given to. Uh, you've heard me say this. <clears throat> you need to have at least one person in your life that you've given permission to to call you an idiot. And you have to listen to that person when they say it. At least one person in your life you've given permission to to call you an idiot. You've got to listen to them. Test yourself. I always like something Bishop Swanson used to always tell us. He used to always say, when someone asks you about your call or feels like telling you, they tell you that you don't, they don't think you're called, that's an opportunity and a gift. Because that opportunity is for you to give you the chance to tell your call story again. If someone doubts your sincerity or doubts your abilities, that's that's a gift, y'all. It gives us the chance to look deep within and to and to to find our our giftedness and our calledness. So understand who you are. Understand that if you're a Christian, that means you've been saved by the work of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit has been at work in your life to save you. Always, fully. The Spirit has saved you. Don't forget that. Don't forget that it's the Spirit that saves you. So God's at work in your life. But take time to examine yourself. Pay attention to yourself. Look within. Question yourself. Push yourself. Grow. You know, I think if we can do these two things. Understand. Understand our calling and our giftedness. But also taking time to examine ourselves, our motives, our teaching, our doctrine, our theology. You know, if we can do these things, do all these two things in common, that's one of the ways that we can test ourselves. We can train ourselves. And when we train ourselves, God does amazing things. Train yourself for godliness. There's much value there. So remember who you are. Remember who's called you. And then let the Spirit look work on you and find the areas of all of our lives that we can be more faithful in. Thanks for being with us. Tomorrow we'll talk about um, Ash Wednesday and Lent. And then um, on uh, on Thursday and Friday, we'll start into chapter 5 and 6 of uh, 1 Timothy. Thanks for being with us. Have a great day. <laughs>